0: Good day guys, thanks for tuning in at this fifth episode of Back to Backwards. Uh, Today I invited the project manager of Bitcash. Bitcash is a project I've been following for almost two years now, and besides the fact that they are uh, proof-of-work based, I really like the fact that they are entirely focused on creating a user-friendly experience, and that's easier said than done, so... Let's see what coach has to say and dive right in into the interview. A very good morning, coach. As a uh, long-term BitCash supporter, I'm very happy to welcome uh, someone from the BitCash team now in my show. And before we start off, could you tell us something about your role within the BitCash organization?
1: Mr. Backwards, man, thanks so much for having me on. Truly excited about being here with you. I, uh, I work as a project manager for Big Cash, and uh, that kind of entails quite a bit, as you can imagine, um, really focusing on the day-to-day stuff, um, everything outside of actual development on the chain. So, uh, you know, running social media accounts, creating graphics, helping with business development, partnership acquisitions, you know, negotiating exchange listings. Uh, community management team building announcements, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, just kind of kind of making everything on the ship is running smoothly. And uh, you know, I work alongside a guy named Crypto Mock who's kinda in the in the crypto space pretty well as as well. He's uh he's a, another project manager, so me and him kinda tag team those duties.
0: Okay. The crypto market has been picking up steam, so to say, and Bitcash exists for for over two years now and uh, that alone is quite the achievement when you guys started off why did you guys think that the world needed yet another payment focused blockchain
1: yeah man good question um you know one of one of big cash's main goals is is usability and um as a matter of fact, our tagline, when you come to the website is big cash, the world's most usable cryptocurrency. Now that doesn't mean that most people in the world are using it, but uh, we want it to be very usable. And that, you know, as you mentioned, there are tons of payment focused blockchain projects out there Yeah, in all, in all reality. Uh, they don't do much different than from what Bitcoin does. Uh, you know, most of these projects if you get to talking about them, they're hard to understand, you know, even if you do have some technical background. So um, you know, they're, they're, they're not focused on being user friendly. And quite honestly, the the user experience on most blockchains are, are, are kind of lacking. And, uh, you know, in, in my honest opinion, I think this makes it tough for long term adoption in this space. So, uh, you know, when Big Cash initially began, we wanted to make something that took, you know, that power of blockchain technology and integrated with something that is familiar like uh, traditional banking and uh, you know, create something special and, and most importantly usable. And so uh, mm-hmm. we want to incorporate the things that are useful from an individual standpoint, as well as a, a business point of view. So everything that we make, all of our features, everything that kind of surrounds our, our project is, uh, is always focused with the user experience in mind. And I'm not talking about, you know, the crypto junkie or the tech junkies user experience. I want the average Joe to be able to sit down be able to download a big cash wallet whether it's on mobile on a computer and um enjoy the experience and we want any and everybody to be able to use this the the the, this you know the great features of big cash so
0: yeah i think a lot of people who talk about adoption you know there's a clear difference between getting your blockchain adopted by crypto heads or tech junkies you are naming them but the real adoption comes from you know your your niece or, or, or even your grandpa uh, uh, using it. But can you give us some some clear examples of how BitCast translated uh, this mission uh, into features?
1: Yeah yeah man uh, this is this is a really good question too because uh you know there there's so many. So I highlight some of some of our really good ones and uh, okay I think one of our most notable features probably you know gives you a clear example of this ability to create you know uh, usability is the ability to create nicknames for an address um so i'll give you an example here um at any point in time in your life you had a friend you had a buddy you said hey man i bet i can jump over this river i bet i can shoot this basketball and make it go and i can kick a goal and if i make it i get five dollars you you know if i miss it you give me five dollars whatever right and uh the, the reality of it is is if you were to do that have that same kind of logic and say Hey, as a matter of fact, I do one right now. Mr. Backwards, in 10 seconds, you can tell me your Bitcoin address. I will send you $100 worth of Bitcoin.
0: Ready oh, to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. The reality of it
1: is, is, first of all, you don't have it handy. If you do memorize it, it'll take you way more than 10 seconds to tell me, you know? And so That's for sure. what, one of the things that we wanted to do was be able to create a, a nickname that kind of... uh it's stamped on a blockchain and tied to your long form big cash address. It's just easy to remember, just like it is easy to remember your Twitter or Instagram name. So um, that's kind of the, the first and foremost. I think that's the first thing that people experience when they, when they join big cash is that they can mm-hmm. make the that most likely matches up with their Twitter account or whatnot. Um, you know, we, we, speaking of social media, we have like seamlessly integrated features that allow for you know, users to send big cash via social media. Um, and I'm talking about Twitter, Instagram, or Twitch. And honestly, you can even send it as a text message or email. And it doesn't matter if the person receiving has a big cash address or not. They're able to claim uh, the big cash via a link. So uh, just, just making it very, very easy. Most people spend their time on social media. And uh, you know, we just want to meet people where they are. So kind of having that social media focus and being able to easily send it, easily receive it, um, I think that was huge for us. Uh, you know, another thing is it, 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 w- w- this is... Funny because actually recently, man, I logged into Bitrix after I'm talking like two years. And okay. two to $300 just sitting there of, of Bitcoin, uh, worth of Bitcoin. And I'm like, man, this is crazy. I haven't been on this, you know, <laughs> until like 2017. And um, I think I think that kind of stems from the ability not to be able to really accurately track your transactions. When you look at um, mm-hmm. your, your old Bitcoin transactions, it's just a bunch of numbers, right? It's just a transaction mm-hmm. And BitCash allows for you to basically, you know, put these reference lines. Hey, I sent this to Bittrix. And so whenever I go check my wallet, I kind of can always remember where where exactly my transactions went. But, you know, it's kind of speeded up, man. We integrated InstaSwap into our wallet so you can easily sell or buy BitCash uh, in exchange for Bitcoin directly within the wallet, Um, Mm -hmm. you know. If you want to want to track a uh, create a, a business statement like most business do, businesses do, or like you get from your your banking account, you can print off exactly all the transactions that you made, whether incoming and outgoing, um, during any period of time on your BitCash wallet. Easily print it, make it a PDF, make it an Excel document. Um, one-click GPU mining, so you don't have to worry about setting up uh, BAT files and things like that. If you don't have the experience, if you have a GPU, open up your wallet click a button in your mind and so um like i said i can kind of continue to list a, a ton of these other but
0: yeah i think that's that's very cool because if you're looking at adoption then definitely social media uh, is the way to get a get a snowball effect going on you were talking about okay make it easy for for businesses to to make payments to for instance to its employees um the big problem with bitcoin is obviously the volatility Uh, like uh if i'm sending you something now uh uh, 10 bucks at the moment it arrives it could be worth uh nine bucks um and i saw you guys also implemented a some kind of stable coin feature within your wallet could you tell us something about that
1: yeah man um so the stable feature with and I don't want to get too technical here, so I'm gonna keep it you know pretty broad. Um mm-hmm. it's basically like an on-chain protocol that allows for users to convert between big cash, the cryptocurrency, right? The volatile asset, big cash dollar, which is this USD pegged stable coin, and big cash gold. And this is a gold-pegged asset. And uh you know, big cash dollar and big cash gold are algorithmically backed by big cash basically meaning that we don't, as a big cash team, we don't have a vault of cash or gold that's backing these stable assets. The entire price of big cash backs the assets. And and uh, let me give you kind of an example here. Uh, you know, as of right now, uh, today, you know, I don't know when people actually listen to the podcast, but as of today, uh, 624, 2020, uh, the price of big cash is around two cents. Now, let's say you had 100 big cash, right? So that, that's equivalent to two, about $2, $2 USD. Um, if we're able to convert all that bit cash to big cash dollar, the USD pegged asset, you would have two dollar, two USD worth of bit cash dollars. So you would have two big cash dollars, right? Um, you can keep that two big cash dollars for as long as you want, regardless of what happens with the price of, uh, of bit cash. So um, let's say in three weeks, you decide that. You know, you want to sell, and big cash has you know dropped from two cents to one cent. I keep my fingers crossed that doesn't happen, right? right. But uh, let's say that happens. You were to convert that two big cash dollars back to big cash, you know, which is still, still worth two USD. You would get two hundred big cash back, so you basically doubled the amount of big cash that you have, but the value has still remained the same. Um, you know, so this amount big cash is now two hundred instead of one hundred, but the USD value never changed. And as far as big cash gold is concerned, you can basically convert that same $2 we're using in this example, uh, two, two, big cash dollars into gold. And essentially as the price of gold increases or de- decreases, your $2 value will increase or decrease. And so it's just, it creates some long term hedging opportunities to, to basically kind of lock that gold into a vault and, uh, you know, watch it grow as it has after so many years. And, um, uh, like I said, it creates some unique hed- hedging opportunities. Um, but when it's all said and done, man, um, ultimately, the purpose of this feature, it it was created to address the problem of price volatility. I mean, like you said, you know, when you're sending crypto to a third party, uh, you're paying somebody or even just trying to store value, uh, it it just gives ownership to the user. It gives ownership to the receiver. And it's also, uh, it gives the business uh, a way to protect themselves uh, in, in terms of payment so that Hey man, I, you know I want to. If, if I'm selling you a pair of shoes in Bitcoin and it's sixty, and all of a sudden the price just dips, all of a sudden I, I kind of got ripped off for you know whatever I sold you. Know, this yeah. protectionary cost, uh, protectionary measure.
0: Okay, I can really understand why you want to to stack all those features to create a, a solid user experience, and that's one thing. But how are you going to? to drive the actual adoption of your blockchain with the crypto people who are already here and, and are like easy to convince, so to say?
1: I think with a lot of the features that, that I mentioned already, I think that is going to attract uh,
0: users because
1: uh, I'm, I'm talking about your crypto junkies because we are one of the first mint and burn stable protocol. Not even one of the first. We are the first ones to implement our own chain mint and burn stable protocol. Now, there, you, you definitely have other projects that can, can, can do this same thing, but it's not necessarily with the same technology. So I think, I think the tech behind it, we have one of the best developers in in cryptocurrency with uh, Christian Kassler. So I know a lot of people know him and respect him. Um, Mm -hmm. But ultimately, I mean, you're, you're asking about driving adoption, man. This is a great question. I think it's of something that every project has to be able to answer and I mean what are you looking at over 10,000 different cryptocurrency projects out there and you basically have to create a reason for people to want to use your chain you
0: uh, know exactly
1: I think this is where majority of these 10,000 projects are going to fail because uh you know they they don't, they don't have a reason to address the use case and so this this is a platform that we created it's called peer okay and, and peer is like Qora, if you can imagine, just the Q and A Q&A, uh, social media aspect of that, and basically the platform rewards users for you know sharing knowledge or completing tasks. And essentially, users ask questions or they create bounties, and they're able to monetize these questions or bounties with the hopes that people come and provide answers and complete the task to earn big cash or big cash dollars. Now, if you think about it, it doesn't matter who you are if you have a question or you need a service or you know you have anything that you're unsure of, the first place you go for information is the internet. And so you yeah. decided, you know, why not get this information at queue? Why not be able to hurry up and prompt the an accurate answer by being able to, you know, throw a couple big cash out there or potentially go and provide an answer by being able to earn big cash. So basically it's, a, it's, a, it's kind of a marketplace where you share experiences, wisdom, skills, And it's just all coupled and integrated with the big cash technology and based off big cash rewards. So, um,
0: I know, uh, and and, and sometimes when I have a question, I just type it in into Google and then you will find all these crazy answers, you know, people, people are just, just trolling, uh, the, the topic starter. And I can imagine if you, if you attach a, a bounty to a question, then you can actually uh trigger people to 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 really give you a clear answer so that's pretty cool for sure man and uh
1: we we, we, there's different ways to kind of set boundaries not to get into the details of peer queue it is live Um, we're actually in a revamped stage we should be releasing kind of a 2.0 version here soon but essentially you can uh, i mean you can say hey man go to my post and retweet this post I I want a a, a ton of retweets and you can get five big cash for it or like you said you can whoever gives me the best answer for this question will receive five big cash dollars and so it should weed out a ton of the a ton of that trolling (laughs) riffraff comes across and so you know we see (laughs) the on-ramp uh, to big cash. And as users earn big cash, hopefully you kind of motivate them to want to learn more on how to use it. And in reality is they may dump it. I mean, that, that's fine too. Um, but we feel this approach can catch the average Joe that's just searching the internet or even the crypto junkie that's, you know, l- looking for their best new altcoin and they, they just want to stack up some sats or whatever. And it's just an easy way for them to kind of earn. So, um, yeah, man, I mean, we, we just want to keep people around. We actually had a partnership with Cryptocurrency Checkout that allows people to, you know, via peer queue that they go and earn big cash, they can actually just off-ramp it into a gift card. And so uh, I, I think once your average Joe kind of sees like, dang, I can just sit here and answer questions and answer enough questions I can, you know, get a Pizza Hut gift card and buy some dinner for the night. You know, I, I think that's a pretty cool idea. So we're, we're we're trying to find ways to
0: not only get people to
1: use it one time, but just kind of keep them around
0: i like that because nowadays you have so many projects which sometimes are just so far-fetched in in, in terms of uh, technology like they're uh so advanced that they are actually creating new problems that right. never e- existed before and at one point you know crypto also should just be fun and easy to use i mean not just like a like a game, but just uh, for day-to-day use. And and nowadays, you, you, yeah, you are seeing a lot of blockchains who are solely focused on, on business-to-business or or or, or whatnot. So I like the fact that you are just also taking a, a step back and just focus on, yeah, human beings to to right. use it. Um, the past weeks we've seen a crazy surge in uh, in the whole DeFi space. Uh, yeah definitely some kind of mania going on um yeah and and some of the features uh, you were highlighting before they could fall in in that category so how how are you looking at the yeah at the current defi mania that's that's going on and and how does bitcash fit in uh, into that yeah
1: man i think uh, i asked her the last part first how does bitcash fit into it i think um essentially you look at the term defi decentralized finance you want the ability to As you please, uh, you know, permissionlessly be able to use your money, convert your money, whatever um, at your own will. And I think being able to kind of move between different assets within your wallet, and uh, once again, user friendly. Been first and foremost, it's literally within a click of a button. You can convert in and out these assets. I think. I think you know, we kind of put ourselves in position to be one of the easier to use uh, DeFi projects out there. Um, Now, I I definitely don't want to deem us as a DeFi project. Uh, We we have that, we we do have that ability once again, you know, we're we're, we're a big picture uh, project. We want to attack a lot of problems and we want you to be able to send that big cash gold to somebody on Twitter. We want to use it, you know, as you will, as I mentioned, but um, no, as far as the DeFi mania, um, I'm I'm excited about it. I I think we're just kind of scratching the surface of what we can actually do with blockchain technology. And I think the, you know, the DeFi space is a cool area that you can see potential growth in. Now on the flip side of it, uh, I think it's a bit saturated with a bunch of projects and really namely those Ethereum tokens that uh, those ERC 20 tokens that they kind of all do something similar It's like, hey, you know, get, get this DeFi token and, and get a loan or, you know, get rewards, or whatever. And it's like, uh, you know what? What else? What other reason do I have to get that besides you know holding, hoping this token doesn't tank, um, and just earning five percent? So uh, another thing I see an issue is many of the projects are getting exploited, um, and they're getting exploited for a lot of money because there's holes in how their 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 technology works, and I think this needs to be fixed before people can really take it serious. So, anyways, I to be honest with you, I think DeFi, it's either now or within the next few months, it's probably going to come to a crossroads where it's either going to be taken very serious as a, as a significant use case in the blockchain space, um, or it could fizzle out and have more of that <laughs> master feel where they were really popular a few years ago. And now all of a sudden it's like, you weren't in on
0: Dash or PIVX early on. It's kind of like, ah, uh, master knows, I don't know. So I think Tom will tell. Yeah. It feels just like a, like a new cycle and 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 every cycle comes to an end and i think it's uh yeah it's it it's it's a good thing that that you guys are you know not not hopping on a on a trend that uh, will end in uh, uh in time and just you know focus on your on your own future and and on your own uh, on your own mission um awesome. nonetheless it it seems like the playing field for uh, for projects like uh, like bitcash is definitely maturing and it might finally be the time for for you guys to to truly make steps uh, in in uh, user uh, adoption and of course attracting volume. Um, so before we end, do you have any anything to add, or or is there any anything special coming up uh, in the near future for Bitcash?
1: Yeah, once again, man. I think uh, I, I kind of. Hinted at it earlier, we will be releasing a just a more cleaner, more updated version, uh, mobile friendly version of Peer Q, and that's honestly set to release within the next six to ten days. Uh, once again, this is on uh, on June 24th, so that could vary uh, in terms of when you actually hear the podcast. But you know, once once again, within the next couple weeks, you should see an updated version. I would encourage everybody to go find, find uh, Peer Q online and uh, give it a try. So it's peerq.com. Um, okay any, i will put a link oh that's awesome man. and I, I throw a couple other links out there choose dot is, is our website easy once again user friendly so it's easy to kind of navigate and understand what we're trying to accomplish with our projects just, just scrolling through the site and last but not least man at choose is our twitter account man we'd love to you know catch a follow from you if you have any questions we can always answer them there or direct you to our discord or telegram man so um, you know hey, thanks for having me on man super exciting super fun
0: Okay, sure, man. Coach, thanks for coming on, and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to the coming season with uh, with BitCash. Okay, yeah. bye bye. Cool, thanks again for listening, especially if you made it this far. Um, if you have any other projects you would love to have uh, come on this podcast, just write me a DM, and I will see what I can do. For now, be safe, have a great day or evening, and don't forget. Do not overtrade, my friends.